Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, 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 we're back. The Future Cast NFL Combine Preview 2023. Talking about the Edge class today. Tomorrow, maybe I'll talk about the defensive line class and then we'll finish up on the defense on Sunday. Going to the NFL Combine on Monday. We'll be there from Monday until Sunday next week with Alex Dunlap from Roster Watch. I can't wait to get back down there to Indianapolis. We just got the credentials this week. Very interesting this year, uh, more so than past years. I know this is only my second year going, but Alex is like, man, we've never gotten to go on the field before, and this year we get to go on the field for multiple uh, multiple nights of running, testing, and workouts. So that's cool. Last year we got to go into the box to watch receivers run routes, but that was it. So this year we get to go down on the field uh, for four of the nights, I believe it is, and we'll get to watch the testing as well. But also this year, the week starts on Monday, which is normal. We're going to get to Indianapolis on Monday. Everything starts up on Tuesday morning. General managers, head coaches on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then the rest of the position week positions go through. The difference this year is everything usually ends on Friday as far as the interviews go. They're running interviews until Saturday. And they're running on-field testing until Sunday. So we could hypothetically stay in town until Sunday night at 8 p.m. to watch running backs on Lucas Oil, get their workouts in. Not sure we're going to stay all the way through Sunday night, but we're at least going to stay through Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon before I make the trek back to Virginia. Um, But yeah, looking forward to this next week. It's going to be six straight days of NFL Combine content. We're going to stream a couple shows, putting out maximum amount of, of information on the Twitters, patreon.com forward slash Carpenter NFL. Uh, we'll get some write-ups up on playerprofile.com in the news section. Speaking of news section, there may be a new section coming to Player Profiler uh, in the near future. It'll be just NFL draft focused for all of you fiends out there in the NFL draft market. But if you're paying attention on YouTube, please click that like button. Please click that subscribe. Turn the bell on. Like I said, the future cast live today. I'm trying to go live tomorrow, trying to go live Sunday. Then we're going to go live three times next week in Indianapolis. Got to stay tapped in for the future cast and every other show on the YouTube channel. Now, if you're listening on podcast, be sure to leave a review 
Give us five stars on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple. If you are listening on podcast, I know the Player Profiler Podcast Network is getting filled up with shows right now. We're adding five or six new shows over the course of the next three to four weeks. It's a lot. I know if you're if you're listening on the Player Profiler Radio Network and you see a new show coming in, two, three shows a day popping in there, that's not going to be slowing down, but there's a workaround for it. Every show at Player Profiler now has their own feed. So if you're listening on your podcast right now, go to your podcast, open it up, type in the future cast. You have to do a little bit of digging because obviously it's a brand new show. It's not going to populate directly, but there is a future cast channel. And now on YouTube and on Twitter, I'll put the link to that specific channel on Spotify or that specific feed on Spotify and on Apple. So if you're going to look for that, I will pin that at the top of my Twitter after the show is over. And I will also pin that uh, in the YouTube comments after this show is over. But make sure you go do that. And you can do that for all the shows. Mind a Mansion, Decision Point, The Game Plan, Trade Gods. Everything is going to have their own feed because I know having 25 shows on one feed is less than ideal for people that are trying to search for shows and things like that. So we appreciate all of you guys for sticking in, sticking out, sticking through. Click the like, click the subscribe, tap in, stay tapped in. We're about to talk about the Edge class for the next 10 to 15 minutes. And so if you're here for defense, you're here for edge. We'll be talking about the edge. We're going to start off right now with Tyree Wilson. He comes in right now. Obviously, these are preliminary grades. There's athleticism stuff to come in, and the dog grade will go in on top of that. But preliminary, going through film, and then their on-field athleticism scores are currently, that's what's what's currently plugged in. Height, weight, on-field athleticism and film grades. That's what I have plugged in so far. And these are the grades. This is the order of grading. I'm not going to tell you the exact grades, but this is the order of the top 30 so far going to the combine this week. Tyree Wilson comes in at number one, just a titch, just a titch ahead of Will Anderson and Miles Murphy. The reason I have Tyree up there at number one, the frame, 6'6", 275 pounds is Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Now everyone goes, well, Will Anderson's generational. He could be the next Khalil Mack, 100%, 100%. I love Will Anderson. I don't want Tyree Wilson being my number one guy right now through film to take any detraction away from Will Anderson. Tyree Wilson just has a different frame. Strength, his interior push. When he's asked to move around, he can do it. He's great stride, great length. Uh Great closing speed. His closing speed uh, off the edge in the run game is fantastic. His ability to overpower the interior guards while also bending the edge around tackles at his size. Like I said, 6'6", 275 pounds. He has patience. He has great projection IQ, and I think he just works best off the edge. Um, Wilson is extremely versatile. Um, he's able to move around on the interior and use that speed and power, and I think that's really where Tyree's going to take that next step. Again, Texas Tech is not Alabama, so you're not going to hear as much about him, but you're starting to see him start to come up a little bit quicker, a little bit quicker. I compared him to Carlos Dunlap. If you remember Carlos Dunlap, just a human, huge human uh, from Florida. Carlos Dunlap had a good 10-, 15-year career playing mostly with the Bengals, a little bit of Seahawk action. If you look at my last mock draft, I had him going number three overall to the Arizona Cardinals. They need edge. Uh, I was also on the Seattle Sports 7:10 a.m. show uh, yesterday, talking about what the Seahawks could do. I think Tyree Wilson is obviously on their charts. I think Miles Murphy's on their charts, and I also think Will Anderson should be. But I think Anderson will be gone. And at the current rate, it looks like Tyree may be gone as well when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks. He is a fifth-year senior as well. 
Now, number two and three are both juniors, and they both come in with identical grades for me. Will Anderson, six foot four, two hundred and forty-three pounds. Miles Murphy, six foot five, two hundred seventy-five pounds. Anderson, obviously from Alabama. Miles Murphy from Clemson. Clemson, he comes in two hundred seventy-five pounds. Compared him to a mixture of Bradley Chubb, Daniil Hunter, great edge bend, pure power, and ability to redirect mid-move and get to the quarterback. Miles Murphy is going to run. He's a, he's going to be a freak show. Uh, he's going to run a four five, maybe even a four four nine, somewhere in that four four nine to to high four five range. I think for Miles Murphy, he's going to crack in that in that super freak athlete, super freak uh, testing, jumping, uh, lifting. Everything's going to be off the charts for Miles Murphy when it comes to the combine next week. He's decent in the run game, but they, that's definitely not where he's he's best. He doesn't have the the best agility in the run game and, and ability to get downhill and make those tackles inside. Uh, I do think he can line up on the inside and in three four on defense. Will also be used as a true D end in four threes. He can be ideally utilized in those situations. Now, the most talked about guy, Will Anderson, has been the most talked about for the last two years. I don't want people to think I'm getting soured on him. I'm not. I love Will Anderson. I think he's going to be a menace in the NFL. But the problem, kind of like Bryce Young, is he's a little undersized for a pure big ass pass rusher, right? Obviously Tyree 66275 with the athleticism. Miles Murphy 65275 with the athleticism. Anderson's still in this bunch. These are this is the tier right here. This is the three guys in this tier by my by themselves for me. Anderson 64243, he can do everything. Electric speed off of the interior moves. Uh he mostly lines in the wide 7, wide 9 uh stance and a two-point stance. He can put his hand in the dirt though if he has to. I don't think he will be asked too much in the NFL. Uh he can extend very well. Uh, his interior speed, however, is unstoppable. You can't beat him in college on his interior speed. Um, I think he's going to be able to be lined up all the way from, from the six eye all the way out to the wide nine. He's going to be used very much in those areas. Reminds me of a Clay Matthews. I saw a lot of Khalil Mack, uh, but I don't, I don't know about that. Clay Matthews, I think, is one where it, you saw Clay Matthews able to drop into zones, into the flats very often. I think Will Anderson can do that. Maybe not the best, um, but he can. And Clay Matthews was – Pretty underrated for most of his career. I know he's a dog for a couple years with the Packers, but Will Anderson, I believe, fits in that scheme. So that is Tier 1, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, Will Anderson from Alabama, and Miles Murphy from Clemson. Now the next tier down is really it's really just one by himself. It's Felix Anudiki Uzama from Kansas State. I think I got the name right. 6'4", 255 pounds. Great first step with downhill burst. Push-pull with closing speed is elite out of Kansas State. When I popped the film on for him, I really didn't have a lot of expectation again. Uh, and he really kind of popped off the screen. Um, he, he, hustle, 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 hustle. He's going to have double-digit sacks in the NFL. That's a guarantee. Uh, I think he, he just randomly will take plays off. I don't know if that's because of – the, the defense there at Kansas State where it's not elite. It's not an elite defense, but he'll get double teamed. And sometimes when he gets double teamed, it'll just boom. It'll just shut him off. And I think that's really what slows him from being in that tier one is that he does randomly take a playoff. Or if he does get a big double team, it just kind of deters him from doing anything else on the play. Um, but I do think he fits well in that in that seven technique edge rushing. Again, six foot four, two hundred fifty five pounds. I think he's got ten pounds he can add. Reminds me of a Trey Hendrickson because his motor just doesn't stop, except for like I said, when he does get detoured in those random situations. That's the only thing is like Trey Hendrickson's matter motor never shuts off. Felix Anudiki 
Uzama's does every once in a while, but when he's going, it's full blown, full bore. And so Felix comes in there at the end, edge, I should say, edge rusher number four for me. Going next, um, this tackle from Northwestern. I'm putting him as a three tech. He's the next guy on my list right here. I'm I'm changing him. He came in listed as edge, so I'm going to talk about him. But he's listed as edge. I have him lined up as a three tech in the NFL, kind of like a Pernell McPhee, where McPhee could move all the way out from seven all the way into one, and, and he's very versatile on the defensive line. Six foot two, two hundred eighty pounds. I'm going to try it. Edatomwa Adabore from Northwestern. Double A is the long guy from Northwestern. He was dominant at the Senior Bowl. I think he's going to play three-take in the NFL. He closes fast on inside runs. He lines up all the way over. Uh, all the way out to the seven at 280 pounds is very good, especially at his, his kind of lack of height. Uh, his speed doesn't translate as well to the inside. That's the weird thing is that he, for his size, six foot 280, you would expect that speed that he has on the outside to translate inside. It doesn't really as much. So I think that that's why he's probably been moved more out to the edge in that five-tech area. But I think in the NFL, he should pick up that speed, and he'll end up playing a three-tech and be pretty dominant at that. The next guy on the list, this is the tier break right here, and that goes down to Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith from Georgia. I have Brenton Cox from Florida. Um, and And – Adetumwe is in that same tier. These are the three guys in the same tier. But like I said, I think Adetumwe uh, from Northwestern is going to be a three tech at the next level. So these are the two addresses that I have together. That's Nolan Smith from Georgia, six foot four, two hundred thirty-five pounds, and Brenton Cox, six foot four, two hundred fifty-three pounds from Florida, formerly of Georgia. He was Brenton Cox was let go from the Georgia team a couple years ago, and he was let go from Florida this year, uh, dismissed from the team overall. Uh, Cox is the defensive version of Trey Palmer. He's the defensive version of George Pickens. He's a complete fucking menace. Uh, every play, you don't know what you're getting out of Brenton Cox. He's a, he's a wild man. He's got all the energy in the world. He's a little undersized for the way he plays. Two-point edge rusher with his head cut off. He just is is berate animal. Um, I, I don't think, I think, you know, if, if we knew Cox had his head screwed on right and he had a little more patience and he wasn't just so fucking nuts. I think he would be a guy that should be in that upper conversation. I think he's just a little too off the rocker, but that's fine. I like that. So he's, he's higher for me than he is of guys like Lance Zierlein, Dane Brugler guys that I look up to. He's a little, he's a little lower on their list, but I, I like, I like the guys that are fucking nuts. Like that's just part of my process and Brenton Cox. That's why he comes in here uh, at seven overall tied with Nolan Smith from Georgia. Uh, my Brenton Cox comp is Willie Young. Remember Willie Young uh, retired a couple of years ago. Nolan Smith, on the other hand, I think Nolan Smith, you know, probably shouldn't really be compared right there with Brenton Cox. And I think the testing comes out and he's not going to be the film grade is a little it's a couple points separated between Nolan and Brenton Cox, but I think uh, by the end of it, it's gonna it's gonna kind of kind of separate themselves. Nolan Smith, 6'4", 235 pounds. I put Micah Parsons light. This is the closest thing everyone wants to compare everyone to Micah Parsons because he's one of a kind. The closest thing to him in this class is Nolan Smith. He has that athleticism. He has that elite length, uh, very stringy athleticism, uh, and they use him mostly off the edge, which is where again a couple years ago. They started to take Micah off the ball, and they put him on the ball and off the ball and on the ball. No one's going to be on the ball playing outside linebacker edge in a 3-4 defense where he should be. Uh, he's a complete animal. Didn't play in 2022, and uh, I think he's going to be a good value for somebody in the, in the late first or 
I don't I don't think he falls to the early, he shouldn't fall to the early second as far as the talent goes for Nolan Smith. So that's one through seven. Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson, Miles Murphy, Felix Nudiki, Uzama, Adatumwe, Adabore, Nolan Smith, and Brenton Cox. That's your top seven. Then you get into a different interesting tier break where I think I have seven guys, no, nine guys within a half point. I should say a fifth of a tenth of a point of each other. So 0.05 of each other all right now going into combine week. And I'm going to list them all off right now. Lucas Van Ness, a third-year sophomore out of Iowa. Mike Morris, a senior, 6'6", 292 pounds out of Michigan. Derek Hall from Auburn, a senior. Isaiah McGuire, a senior from Missouri. Will McDonald, a fifth-year senior from Iowa State. Kyan White from Georgia Tech and BJ Ojulari from LSU and Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame. That's the whole tier right there. That's like the the the, the third tier uh, at the edge position. We'll start with Lucas Van Ness at the top. Third year sophomore, six foot five, two hundred seventy five pounds. Really didn't play a ton at Iowa. He was more of a rotational guy for the majority. Again, but he's coming out early. Third year sophomore. Compared him to Anthony Zettel. Anthony Zettel came out of Penn State a few years ago. Great motor which is what Van Ness has, great motor, uh, was able to create pressures against first-round ca- caliber tackles, uh, Dewan Jones uh, at and, and Paris Johnson from uh, Ohio State. Great push-pull strength. I think his speed to win on the interior and down to the two-eye and the three-tech is, is impressive, and he can shed uh, he can shed anything. Pass rush, run, uh, run defending, he can shed every tackle, every guard that he lines up with uh, when it's time to go. And I think that's one of his most important, most impressive traits. Mike Morris, kind of like Mozzie Smith. Mozzie Smith, we'll talk about him when we talk about defensive tackles. Mike Morris is a freak athlete. He's a freaky, maybe not a freak athlete like Mozzie, but he's a freaky behemoth of a human, kind of like Tyree Wilson. Six foot six, 292 pounds. He... This massive frame is so impressive to me where he just walks through left tackles. Not because he's better or he has the talent to do it. It's just pure strength and pure ability to just walk them down. He can also bend the edge at almost 300 pounds, six foot six. He's just different. And that's the thing is like you look at the last few years at Michigan, it's been Aiden, it's been Ojabo, Mozzie's in there. There's a boatload of dudes at Michigan right now that are getting the 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 looks. And I think Mike Morris, I think he lacks extreme athleticism. Played with some of the best prospects over the last couple of years. I think he's got Julius Peppers traits. Peppers, obviously, he's not Julius Peppers, but he's got that body type. He's got that big, monstrous build that plays edge and he can just walk down tackles does that translate to the nfl we will see like i said he comes in right at that uh between eight and 14 where i have that whole list of guys we'll see where he kind of goes after the combine and when i finish through all the grading but I, I really like what i saw from mike morris out of michigan Derek hall from auburn had a little higher expectation out of him six foot three 256 pounds i think there's some upside for him ideal two-point edge rusher with a patience to play in the run game contain the read option ideal size he lacks lower body dexterity um but it, i think he contains good closing burst and good range compared to daniel hunter he had a good week at the at the senior bowl but not a great week Isaiah McGuire, another one that popped off the screen to me uh, from Missouri. Six foot four, 274 pounds. And Isaiah McGuire 
I think Isaiah McGuire is going to get drafted much higher than he currently projects. Let's pull up the big board right now over at the good old NFL mock draft database. Shout out to those guys over there running a great setup. Isaiah McGuire currently going at 131 on average as far as NFL mock drafts go. Isaiah McGuire looks looks pretty good on film. Six foot four, 274 pounds. Compared him to Tom Bahali. Tom Bahali from the Kansas City Chiefs. Shout out. Uh, good knee bend with ability to extend the run game and shed. Slower off the snap, which is the one thing I don't like. I always love the guys that are quicker off the snap, but he is there. Um, he's got good power to boot, though. And I think that's important. You could push for top five in the bench in this class. His upper body strength is is top, like I said, top five. Great interior motor, but once the ball leaves the box, he kind of taps out. He's just done. And that's kind of why you're going to find him down there in this range where he's got it, and then it's off. He just shuts it off really, really quickly. Will McDonald, next up, uh, sack leader a couple years ago in college football from Iowa State, fifth-year senior, 6'3", problem, 236 pounds. Well, McDonald should push to be a second-round pick this year. He's got the talent, all of it, great strength, great length, especially at that later frame. McDonald can win with finesse and speed. Well, he adds weight. I think he's going to add weight. He's going to get a little bit stronger over the next couple of years. You're going to see McDonald fill out and be more of a 6'4", 255-pounder. Compare him to Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick goes to the Cardinals. Meh. Goes to Carolina. Yeah. Goes to the Eagles. Oh, yeah. I think that's what you're going to see the progression like for Will McDonald in the NFL. Kyan White's the next one on this list. Again, these guys are all in the same exact tier. Kyan White from Georgia Tech, 6'5", 286, another freaky, freaky athlete. Uh, I think the depth at this edge position goes for a minute. And I talked about this on the Seattle Sports 710 AM show. Um, and I think that you know if you're looking for edge, yes, edge is there early, but I think also edge is there later. Uh, later on is in like late first, you can get Kyan White. As in the next round, you can get the Derek Halls, the Will McDonald's in the in second in the second round. Isaiah McGuire going in the third, fourth round. Brenton Cox going in the sixth round because of the off-field question marks. Lonnie Phelps, we'll talk about him here in a minute. He's going all the way down into the sixth round. I think there's a lot of guys at the edge rushing position where you can just buy the traits, and that's what we saw out of guys like Daniel Hunter, for example, going in the later round or the mid rounds. Um, so yeah, Kyan White, 6'5", 286 pounds. Compared him to Adrian Claiborne uh, from the Atlanta Falcons. Kyan White's got great strength, elite, elite level twitch. Um, he does get wild. Uh, well, he's also really, he can reel it in, but he gets, he gets really wild. And then it just is, it's just not, it's not tier one football where I think his, his, his abilities that are that of a tier one edge rusher, they just aren't all on the table right now. He had a good week in mobile, but it was not the dominant week that we were expecting like, uh, an Aaron Donald or Jermaine Johnson had in years past. BJ Ojulari from LSU comes in 6'3", 250 pounds. He is edge rusher 14 for me right now. Yannick Ngakwe as the comparable. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe obviously much greater career than that of a projected 14th overall edge rusher in a class, but he needs to get more efficient in the run game. Great motor to keep driving feet around the edge. Uh, great patience, ability to stay home in the run game. Great clothing speed. Closing speed. I think he has good good bed. Good bend around the edge improved from 2022 or from 2021 to 2022. BJ Ojulari from LSU. And then Isaiah Foskey is one that's down here at 15. That coming into the season, a lot of people had him top three in the class, if not top 10 pick in the in the class. Isaiah Foskey just really 
went to the senior bowl, but didn't do much. He was like, Hey, it's Foskey, Kai and white. And neither of them really did much at all. And Foskey just kind of, it's like, he like lost the, the energy, lost the dog six, five, two sixty five. I compared him to Gregory Rosa Lusau. I think he's kind of a tweener. I think he belongs. He belongs at three tech, but he's 265 pounds. He needs to add about 20 pounds. If he was 20 pounds heavier, like I said, I mean, I think he'd best fit at three tech, but that would literally require him to get under a squat bar every day for the next 90 days and eat only steak and potatoes for the next 90 days. And he'd be 285 with a lower body that can boot it. His lower body's not. It's it's thinner for being 265 pounds. He's just not a three tech right now. He should be. He's more of a five, kind of a, a weird edge rusher because he's not as fast. He's not as twitchy as the other guys. He's more straight line. That's why Foskey's way down here for me because there's just really not a lot to play with. I compared him to Gregory Rousseau, but I loved Rousseau. He's a first-round pick. Um, but, yeah, he comes in right now at 15. That's all I'm going to go through for the list is 15 guys, the top 15. And we'll talk about a couple of these other guys on this list uh, before we get out of here. But first, got to take a listen to one of our sponsors. Andre Carter is the next one in line, six foot seven, two hundred and sixty pounds, listed from Army. I don't think Carter is two hundred sixty pounds. We'll just put it that way. I think he's more closer to two thirty five. I think you'll see that next week at the combine. Carter from Army is a little bit of a, a work in progress. He's probably going to be a second round pick. He was once projected for first, but he had a down twenty twenty two season. Compared him to Odafe away, Jason Odafe away from Baltimore. Slight lower body frame. It's going to take him a little bit of time to get going, but he did have 14 and a half sacks in 2021. But again, that fell down to three and a half in 2022. So that's Carter. That's the only other guy that really is getting the, the high end conversations. Now, another guy that I do think needs to get a little bit of praise, Caleb Murphy, Ferris State, a complete fucking menace at Ferris State. But again, it's Ferris State Division Two. Compared him to Kyle Van Noy, I think he's going to carve out a career in the NFL. As I scroll down this list, a couple other guys, Isaiah Land from Florida A&M, 6'4", 225 pounds. Again, kind of a tweener, 6'4", 225, kind of wants to be a Micah Parsons, but he's not the athlete of Micah Parsons. I put more of like a Vic Beasley, a Bruce Irvin type, uh, tight lower quarter, not a prototypical edge, uh, rather a, a stand-up outside linebacker kind of uh, – it just reminds me of, of – uh, in the right defense is like Baltimore-Pittsburgh. Like that's where Isaiah Land is going to progress the best and the quickest. Um, but, yeah, that's the edge group for the NFL Combine Preview 2023. This is the future cast. I'm Cody Carpenter. You can find me on Twitter at CarpenterNFL. Tyree Wilson comes in at number one for Texas Tech through film and on-field athleticism. We'll see what the NFL Combine brings us next week for the real athleticism and for the dog grades that we'll finalize those after the Combine is over. Whilst we finalize the 2023 NFL Draft Rookie Guide, if you're not already, go over to playerprofiler.com, get the all-in package, use that promo code CODY to save $10 off of that. Having a little competition, help your boy out. Got to get this dub. Use that promo code Cody. You get $10 off the all-in package. That all-in package will include the 2023 NFL Draft Rookie Guide that will be coming later on in March. Stay tapped in. Stay dialed in. Click that like. Click that subscribe button if you are here on YouTube. If you are on podcast, remember to leave five stars on Spotify. Leave a review and five stars on Apple. And if you are on those stations, remember, every show has its own feed at Player Profiler now. So go find those feeds, subscribe to those feeds, leave reviews for those feeds. 
or just stay on the player profile feed and listen to every single damn show we drop every single damn day because there's more coming and it's coming quick.